The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How did you join the vlog squad? How did I join the vlog squad? Um, we well, had to take that test. <laughs> yeah, we had to take the test. They're a blood sample mm-hmm. and urine sample. And you and go then, to that camp in upstate North Dakota. That's why there's like that huge scar on my back. Yeah. That, oh, it was carved in. <laughs> um, but. Uh, <laughs> I'm back. You're back. And it's just Mike and I today on this episode. And why is it just Mike and I? Because, folks, we are wrapping up our second season of Hoot and a Half. We have brought... You wait, are you adjusting the curtain behind me? Yeah, it's it's the last episode with this set. I want it to look as good as as good as we can. I think that this will be kind of the last podcast that we're doing with this set. We're gonna kind of revamp and change rooms and have a whole new setup for you guys. But thank you. I just want to give a thank you to everyone who has been a part of this chapter. It really means a lot. We've had on a great selection of guests through mostly of our friend circle with the circumstances that we've had for the past year and the beginning of this year. But you know, things are changing, things are looking up. So we're really pumped to uh, take a break, revamp, and give you guys a whole new wave of Hoot and a Half. So new guests, new set, new topics. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a Hoot and a Half Half, <laughs> or uh, a Hoot and three Two, three Hoots, three Hoots. Yeah, with three Hoots. Yeah, Hoot Hoot and the guest is the third Hoot. Oh, eat hoot. that, eat that, Joe. And who's the other guy that that ripped us off? Uh, with the blonde hair, Ilya. No, what, what the other is hair. The, the, oh, ha- the handsome kid. Yeah, that when they one. did that. Yeah. Oh, Joe came up to me when I was working out today, and he was like, "Oh, are you uh, are you listening to an audio book?" And I'm like, "No, I'm listening to a podcast." And he's like, "Oh," and I was like, "But it's a really crummy podcast. It's at like the last of the charts." He's like, <laughs> lightweights. <laughs> yeah, lightweights. Dude, they have billboards like all across town. Well, they, know, not billboards, but like bench boards. That's sick. I thought that was so cool. Did they actually do? Or? Yeah, they bought two of them. I oh. talked to Joe about it. They bought them all over Ventura. They bought two. I think so. Oh, okay, just two. And then Dave and Natalie well, defaced we, them. We should just do one and then half of one because <laughs> it's hoot and a half. I want to. We should get like a billboard on Sunset. Like that, we should take over one of the ones that is that in our budget. Um, if you guys go ahead and listen to our episodes and click on the sponsors, maybe we can afford a billboard and that would be, <laughs> that'd be really cool. I think uh, Times Square would be my dream, but I think you have to have like an exclusive partnership. With, I think like, when Spotify, Spotify op- offers to buy us and then we get bought out by Spotify and we do the Joe Rogan approach, then they'll put us up on a billboard. That could happen. Mike, how's your, how's your day going? I know that you, um, you had a long talk with your father today. Yeah. Mike is thinking about buying a car. Yes, sir. Uh, which car do you have your eye on? My dream car since they came out has been the Tesla. Uh, any model Tesla. They came out with the Model 3. 
I think that's probably the most realistic one for me to purchase right now. Having lived in New York for so many years, cars to me seem like a nuisance, a headache, a burden, a liability. So I haven't had a car since I moved to L.A., which is insane. Surprising, because how many years has it been in L.A.? Now two years. Two years, and you've gone without a car. You've boosted, boarded your way around, around town. town. And I've hitched rides with Matt and Taylor and David. We are your own taxi service. I mean, I try not to inconvenience anybody. If they're going that way, I'll hop on. But I, a lot of ride sharing has been in my past. But in the last year, also, we haven't really been going that many places. So I'm kind of thankful I didn't have a car. But now I feel like... Things are coming back. Dave's got his new house. You, like, I want to be going to the beach this summer. I, I would like to have the freedom of a car. So I say go for the Tesla. I think the you'll be happy with it. There's like no buyer's remorse. I feel like with having a Tesla, it's been your dream car. And you know, you're about to start pursuing a serious dating life with whoever <laughs> that will be. And I don't think it's very sexy, Mike, to say like, oh, okay, yeah, the, the date's on. Can you come pick me up? <laughs> And like what, when you like open the door, you have to go around to the driver's side and like open the door for her to get in. That's a good bit. I like it that. is a good bit. That's a good and I'm bit. not giving you a hard time, but like, no, I, no, it's I funny. do think like to live in LA, I know you need a car. Well, when I first moved here, I was very close to everybody. Listen, you don't need to be justifying yourself. Okay. okay? okay. I understand you had to get used to it. Uh, can I show you something? <laughs> yeah. Or wait, please. did I, I already showed you it. Yeah, but I don't believe it, but you can show me. You don't believe this. I don't so believe for it. the folks listening, as you know, I've been getting into a lot of different hobbies. I got into tiny Christmas villages. I got into knitting and then I got into watercoloring uh for christmas i asked my family to get me a watercolor set a really great watercolor set shout out to arden rose if you guys don't know who arden rose is she's a great friend of mine and a incredible youtuber and actress she's really great at watercolors. Is she the one who got you into watercolors uh yes i think so and like, she like told you which one to buy and all that uh she told me yeah which uh paints to buy and what type of paper mm. and uh i made i painted this camera I painted a house. I painted a house, folks. I just found a uh, a random picture of a house on the internet, and uh, actually, I found it on a, a subreddit yep. just devoted to like really beautiful homes that yep. people like. And I like this house. It seemed like it was in the middle of the woods, right around fall, and I did it. And Mike and I sent it to Mike, and he was like, "I'm gonna call you. I don't. <laughs> no way. I don't believe this." Because you just sent me this photo, and I thought that you were sending me the reference of what you were going to try and paint. But then I was like, why would he just send me the reference? He told me he was going to make a painting tonight. And then you sent me this. I, I still can't believe that you physically... Like, art to me is impossible. Like, I don't know how people do it. And I've never seen you do anything like... Uh, what's the word? Like, traditionally artistic? Like, painting, or, <laughs> like painting, sculpting, like the arts. Obviously, comedy is an art, but this is like... It looks like you can you this looks like a real paint like you went to college for painting. No, it looks like it's out of the children's books for Arthur. Yes, you know, like exactly. the watercolors yeah, on that's it. exactly it. It looks like a professional children's book. I'm pretty art. impressed with it. I cannot stop looking at it. It's, I'm like and the I colors did that. are so nice too. Like watercolors usually look a little like when you buy the kid ones, they're yeah. usually very faded and not so crisp, but this you really nailed it, Matt. This is a, an excellent first piece in your collection of Homes by Homes by the Water by Matt King. H two Homes. H two Homes. 
What is H2? Like H2O, H2 Homes, watercolor. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Not... I do want to make like a series of homes. I'm going to do one of my girlfriend's uh, grandparents' house next, but I'm looking forward to that. It's beautiful. No, it is. It's nice just to play some music, get out some watercolors. Oh, you play and... music while you paint. Oh, yeah. I listened to the new Fleet Foxes album. Oh, Which is pretty good. Have you listened to it? No. Soon may the Wellerman come, come to bring us sugar and tea and rum. One day when the tugging is done, we'll take our leave and go we'll get it oh, we will that's a long that's a long one i want you me and adam to learn it and we can like do a recording that's session far of the sea shanty okay we can do that are you excited to be back on unfiltered dude i am thrilled to be back on unfiltered what a nice and i'm more thrilled that i can do unfiltered and this podcast yeah so it's so great guys if you didn't know who are listening and watching maybe you just left unfiltered when i left unfiltered i'm going back to unfiltered so you can watch and listen to me on there gab with zane heath and mariah and and the guests that they're bringing on yeah I like it. I watched a little bit of the the comeback episode. It was great. You looked great. You were funny. Comfortable. Yes. And thank you to everybody who's been commenting all the support and great reactions and stuff. It's so awesome that we can do both of these things at the same time. And that's the thing is like, I love our podcast. I love talking to people and digging deep. It's a whole different type of energy over here compared to there. But I miss that energy that's just too, you go over you know? there and you goof off and you have a good time and i think you said you said it best it's like uh when you're when you're supposed to be going to sleep at a sleepover but you're just staying up and yes, talking that's what it is that, this is like coming in catching up with an old friend yeah how's it going what's going what's going on with your life that's let's, a great let's talk way about it. to describe it because that's like, kind of what we do mm-hmm. you know it's people that we don't always get to see on a daily basis or a lot of people that we will see but it's in passing or like to film something and it's pretty tough to just get like an hour where you're like, let's just talk. What's going on? How you doing? Remember, we thought we were gonna have Julia Louise Dreyfus in here. We were, we could have, we could have, we almost did. the we, The Biden campaign reached out to us before the election because they wanted to bring on some of their celebrity surrogates for the Biden campaign, and we were like, we didn't have the video stuff set up at the time, and like the situation with you know getting tested and all that was a little bit tough. But some of the people that they said we're willing to do it were Mark Hamill, who is Luke Skywalker. Mark Hamill, Julia, Julia Louis Dreyfus, Adam Scott, yep. uh, Vivica Fox. Who's the coach of Michael Jordan? Oh, Steve Kerr. He's Steve Kerr. Not the coach. He's he was he played with Michael Jordan on the Bulls and is now the coach of the Golden State Warriors. Oh, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I know nothing about sports guys, so don't yeah. hate me. Wow. And oh, there was there was a list of a whole bunch of other people. And that would have been really cool. But I feel like the only person they had was like Mark Hamill. Which, but we said no to because obviously we couldn't have them here in person. It would have right. to be virtual. And like and we didn't think Oh, that would like oh, live that well. Yeah, it's like doing stuff on Skype. I feel like or Zoom, it's like a little bit not as fun to do, and it's not as it's. I feel like it's not as easy to listen to. You like even though you can edit it and all that. I feel like there's nothing. Nothing's like being in the same room with someone having a one-on-one conversation. So I can't believe we turned down Luke Skywalker on Hoot and Half. But I who mean, knows for season three? Well, we'll be bigger and better than ever by then. So oh, that'd be really cool. Um, have you seen any good movies lately, Mike? In and of itself by Derek Delgadio, which is on Hulu. Yes, Derek Delgadio is a magician, but this isn't your normal magician magic, show. magic special. It's a one man show done by this magician named Derek Delgadio. It was running on Broadway for I think about two years. Neil Patrick Harris produced it. I tried so hard to get tickets to do it, and it was around the time when David was doing his Views tour, and I was in New York, and I was begging SeatGeek to give me tickets, and it was sold out 
every night. And now it finally has a video version. They recorded a bunch of performances and put them together yeah. in this special. Because I first heard about him on the Pete Holmes podcast, and this guy sounded fascinating. And the reviews and reactions from this show were life-changing. Everybody who saw this was touched in a different way. But no one ever said what happened in the show. It was this yes. big mystery of like, what is what is the show? What happens during it? And nobody knows. Correct. But now, but now, and so finally there was a video version. It was supposed to be released at South by Southwest, which Mike and I go to every year. Um, but they postponed South by Southwest, but they released a video version of it that we paid virtual tickets for. <laughs> it was access. part of a New York City documentary film festival that we just bought. Like I had to download some weird app to, to watch it. And then we streamed it, I think, back in like November. And we were incredibly moved by it. And now it's finally on Hulu. So f now everybody's finally seeing it's it. It's cool to see like how well it's being received because it is kind of like this weird indie like not you wouldn't think everybody would be into it because it's pretty heady and it's like a little bit out there. But like I've seen like John Krasinski post about it. I've seen like and mm, athletes posting about it, directors, musicians, comedians. Like he's getting a lot of love from a lot of people that I think are is incredibly well deserved. But if you guys have not watched in and of itself, it opens as if you're in the theater in New York. It says, please silence your cell phones or turn them off. I would recommend you actually do that at home. Like this is one of those things you want to put your phone away for two hours turn it off and just live. Let Derek Delgadio control your life for the next hour and a half. <laughs> I remember that was one of the best icebreakers I had with David Blaine. One time we were at a party and I had like too many drinks and you know, David Blaine is a, is a tough person to really wow and catch his attention. Cause that's all he's thinking about is trying to catch everyone else's attention with whatever trick he's working on. Mm -hmm. And I went up to him and I'm like, Derek Delgadio, he's incredible. Right. And he's like, how do you know about him? Like and I he appear I listened to Derek Delgadio tell Pete Holmes tell, story tell Pete Holmes this whole magic trick he did at his house and David Blaine was blown away how I knew that this trick even went down yeah and uh, so that's how I caught David Blaine's attention was talking about Derek Delgadio and I remember when this show was so exclusive and the video version was out and we couldn't have access to it we were thinking about getting David to ask David Blaine to ask <laughs> Derek Delgadio to send us yes, the video yep. of it just so we could see it wow that was insane so if you guys like magic if you love some deep true art artistic magic i highly recommend checking out in and of itself has david seen it dobrik yeah i don't think so i told him to watch it i'll remind him again he's a little tough to get to watch something he did finally watch catch me if you can oh did he like it yeah i think so it's a good one yeah have you seen the aviator yes uh, do you like it it is good i think the the filtering though that scorsese did on it is a little too overused like everything's bluish in that entire movie because it yeah. was back when like color correction was like new new and they kind Everyone of overdid just used it the, the crap movie. out of it yeah it looks like you put the entire movie in a visco filter yeah i but haven't seen still, it in a while it's, but it's a good movie it still holds up it's a good movie it's a good movie <laughs> You know what that's from? Yeah, I, let's. If you know what that's from, comment down below. Well, that's I went, from I blank. Went, I went years saying it's a good movie and not knowing what it was from and at, constantly asking people what's that from until I really, read. yeah. And what is it? Well, I want people to comment what it is. I don't want to give a, it away. It's a good movie. Were you there? Oh, you weren't there. What? What happened? And I wasn't there. Something happened and I wasn't there. It was like one of David's last vlogs ever when David Blaine came to the house and was filming his new special. <sighs> no, I wasn't there because that was the day of Patricia's birthday weekend. And I had her to, brother yeah. coming in and I had to go surprise her with her brother. So I couldn't go over there to watch David Blaine do those tricks and be a part of his special. When I when I met him at that some party we were at like the night before or the week before everything kind of went down. Uh, I was showing him the jetpack 
guy that Sam was, you remember the, the flying jetpack guys that, that came here? Yes. And I was showing him that and he was like, oh my God, that's incredible. I want to try that. And I was like, okay, cool. Like I can like hook you up with the CEO of the company. And he was like, okay, just text me. And I was like, he was like, you have my number, right? And I was like, no, David Blaine, I just met you 30 seconds ago. I don't have your phone number. <laughs> and he goes, pull out your camera. And I was like, my camera. Okay. And I was like, I, are you going to give me your number? He said, just open your camera. And I was like, okay. And then he just waved his phone underneath and it said like David Blaine, phone number, email, everything. Wow. And I was like, of course he has a, like a trick for how to just give someone his phone number. So you have his number right now. I do. Yeah. So we should text him. I'm thinking of a number between <laughs> one and 10. What is it? <laughs> Oh, it man. must be tough being a magician, though. Like everywhere you go, you have to be kind of on. You have to have a lot of tricks up your sleeve. But I feel like he loves it. Like if if you get to that level, you have to love it. And like when someone asks you for something, I feel like you want to do that. See, I like when I see him, I like just talking to him and not asking him to do anything. Right. Just let, so let he it can be feel natural. comfortable. Let it be I don't organic. Want it, yeah, I don't want to try, try, not trying to be like dance monkey dance. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. I get it. He's the man. I would love to get him on here. We hope you guys are enjoying this conversation with Matt King and Mike Sheffer on Hoot and a Half. We're going to take a quick break for a word from today's sponsor. Mike, you remember how Zane was saying on Unfiltered that people who listen to Hoot and a Half uh, probably are people who like books. Yes, I do. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> well, of course we're people who like books. Who doesn't like reading a book? But not only are we people who like reading books, we also like listening to them. And the only place where I listen to books every single month of the year is through Audible. Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment, all in one place with the largest selection of audiobooks, ranging from bestsellers, new releases, and thousands of popular and binge-worthy podcasts. As an Audible member, you get one free credit every month for any audiobook in the entire premium selection. I've already used my credit for this month. I listened to Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey, and I'm so excited for this next month to listen to whatever my next book will be. And beyond your one credit a month, you get access to the Plus catalog. It is filled with thousands and thousands of original entertainment, podcasts, health and fitness, tracks to make you sleep better, and podcasts. Did I mention podcasts? Listen to whatever, whenever, and wherever. Whether it's comedy, romance, suspense, thriller, you name it. With everything you love to listen to all in one place, Audible is your playlist for life. New members can try Audible for 30 days on us. And now is the perfect time to sign up for Audible, guys. And with their President's Day event, you are getting one of the best offers of the year. It is only $9.95 for your first six months of Audible. I wish I signed up for Audible right now. For a limited time, in addition to accessing one title from the premium selection, you can download and stream thousands of all-you-can-listen-to audiobooks, originals, and podcasts for less than regular membership. This is the important part you need to listen to. Visit audible.com slash Hoot or text Hoot to 500-500. Once again, visit audible.com slash Hoot or text Hoot to 500-500 and enjoy that Audible membership. And now, back to the show. So, as you guys know, we are going to be going on a little bit of a break uh, for Season 3 for Hoot and a Half. But in the meantime, we decided to set up a P.O. Box. A P.O. Box. Uh, Why would we do that? You don't need to talk to me. <laughs> like, we're some guy, guys in the 50s, people. like, wheeling and dealing and something. Like, oh, well, well, well tell me that. I like that. Well, 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 well tell me. <laughs> what is a P.O. Box, Matt? Why well, would we set Mike, up a P.O. Box? Funny you say that. <laughs> A P.O. box is basically... No, you don't need to explain what a P.O. box is. Why are we setting one up, Matt? Because we want... If the fine folks who are listening and watching want to send us something, you can. 
whether it's some fan mail, some a t-shirt you've been working on, some artwork, a letter, some trinkets, anything you want, you can send it to us. We're going to have the address down in the description of the YouTube video, so be sure to check that out. Send us some love, and uh, who knows, maybe in the middle we might do an unboxing video to uh, open up and share what you guys have sent in. So that's we exciting. W- we would love that. Yeah. As our final episode for this season, we decided to open up the questions to you guys to send in what you want to ask us and what you want us to answer. So Mike has some questions. There was a ridiculous, and I mean, like I couldn't reach the bottom of the questions. That's how many there were. Oh my, oh my, oh my. So what I did was I kind of just scrolled through, took some screenshots of some ones that looked interesting and, you know, let's kind of, let's see what we got. But they're anonymous. We don't have their names. I do have their names. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, I thought, oh, their names do show up. Yeah. These are Instagram names, not um, Christian government (laughs) database (laughs) names. But, okay. um, Would you ever come to Australia or have you been before? I have been to Australia. My cousins lived in Australia for, I think, over 10 years. They lived in Melbourne um, around like the Brighton Beach area. Yeah, we went there. I got to go to Lorne down the gold coast i think that's what it's called it was Mm. really beautiful i love australia would you go again uh yeah totally totally i wish my cousin still lived there but i do have like a i think some connections and friends who are still out there have you been i have never been no that's like the one part of the world i haven't and i feel like going there is like an experience because you're going to the other side of the world it's like on the bottom it's in the lower hemisphere Mm -hmm. and so like winter and summer are reversed the air is definitely different there it's hot and hot and you also like your whole body clock gets reset because it's 12 hours or 13 hours ahead whatever it is so i would love to go maybe if ton scott do another tour Mm -hmm. um we can go and party with them down there that would be great um okay advice on how to deal with anxiety I mean, I wish I had an answer that cured any time I do get anxiety. I think one thing that always calms me down is what I'm experiencing is totally normal. Um, I did see a Russell Brand was like talking about like anytime you do have like a negative thought or a rise in like uh, nervousness uh, to really kind of snap out of that thought pattern and like really whether it's snapping your fingers or like immediately focusing on something else to get your mind off of it. Like snap out of it. Yeah. And I saw this really trippy TikTok video where a dude was explaining like there's pressure points in your face i've seen those if you're ever having anxiety to like tap tap your cheek tap this tap the the forehead um and sometimes that alleviates it i don't know if that's scientifically proven i i don't know but i here's something that i know to be true is the mind can only hold one thought in it at a time positive or negative if it's negative just think of something positive and continue to reinforce that and then you won't even remember what the negative thing you thought of was like eliminate the sensory input and eliminate the sensory output. Meaning if you're looking at something that you don't want to look at and it's giving you anxiety, look away and then think of something that you like or look at something that you like and create a two-way street of positivity. Yes. Because you can only be positive or negative at any mm-hmm. time. And I feel like that's why I've taken up a lot of hobbies lately and I've, it's actually helped my mental health a lot is yeah. because I get such a rush and joy and it's celebrated. Yeah. And, and just gr- not doing something that's like actively like doom scrolling on Twitter or watching the news or something that's going to actively make you feel bad. Just stop doing that and do something that's purely for joy. And, and while you're doing it, you're making something that yes. makes you feel good. So there's, there's a really rewarding reward that comes with it what is a goal that you had but have never fulfilled to write a children's book really yeah i would love to do that do you have the idea no but just the idea of a child you got the painting for it that's always like a deep deep goal of mine is to write a children's book you can definitely do the illustrations that too 
So yeah, that's honestly we'll put that on the list. The most honest answer. What's what's one of yours? A goal that I had but never fulfilled. It's probably gonna be buying this Tesla. <laughs> Dude, I'm serious. That's such a cool thing. Well, I by want the time it. these people are listening to it, maybe you already have it. That would be insane. I, it's like a weird thing to envision that I would actually have it. But that's a pretty. That's been a pretty big goal because it's that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite type of cloud? It's the only type of cloud I think I know is a cumulus cloud. Not a pale nimbus. Not, not stratus. Aren't there stratus clouds? Cumulus is that cumulus, the one you just that's said? The big uh, fluffy one. But usually it means that it's meaning rain's coming. Like mm. cumulus clouds are what's on Andy's wallpaper in Toy Story. Mm. Like the big like the fluffy classic ones. ones that you draw. Yeah. And there's stratus clouds and nimbus. Oh, nimbus. Cu- or am I thinking it maybe is it cumulus and nimbus? I think so. <laughs> Shit. I'm, I'm not a cloud expert, folks. Whatever <laughs> the big fluffy ones are. <laughs> okay. Great answer. What do you each most miss about your hometowns? I miss Whataburger and Sonic. <laughs> really? Yeah. The fast food? Yeah, because there's none of those anywhere near where we live. So I, I guess the fast food. I miss going to a Sonic drive-in because that is where like everybody from my high school would kind of meet up and hang out. It was kind of the home base. What is so funny? I didn't see this question when I was originally looking through it, but someone said, don't you guys think it'd be easier if for Mike to date if he had a vehicle? <laughs> Completely. <laughs> wow. Speak of the devil. They're I, completely right. That's crazy. You know okay. what, maybe you don't need a bike. I think you, what you really need to really get the ladies, a unicycle. <laughs> It'd make for some good content. Uh, you yeah. couldn't really take them around with you. Well, they could put on some rollerblades and you just attach the, fine. Ro- the rope. I'm doing great. Okay. Why are you so sexy? Is that to you or towards me? Uh, well, I, clearly, I, mean, I think it it's was obvious. towards that. Me. Yeah. It's, no, it's towards me. me. No, me, me, Mike, me. I'm... I'm the I sexy the, one. I was the one who posted the story, so hmm. sorry to burst your cumulus cloud. <laughs> okay. Favorite restaurant or place to go in Austin, Texas? Oh, favorite restaurant, Franklin's Barbecue, of course, but hopefully you get there on time and get in line. Yep. Um, but if not, I'd recommend Torchy's Tacos, though. Torchy's, oh, my God. I love Torchy's Tacos. It's so good. Unbelievable. Um, But right now, though, it's... Like everywhere, they're popping all over Texas. Really? So it's become a really big chain. It's kind of lost the heart it had when I was in college, when it was just like that food truck. Yes, but it's still really, really delicious. So I would say Torchy Tacos. Get the trashy trailer park and the Democrat <laughs> and the uh, the one with the fried avocado, the breakfast burrito that they make. Oh, oh my god, dude, it's unbelievable! I remember when we discovered that at South by, like I don't know, six or seven years ago. It's the only place we went. Every morning, you just go to Torchy's Tacos. You line up. You eat outside. Man, Torchy Tacos, that's the place to go. I miss Austin. Okay, moving on. These are great questions. What is a cringe moment that you didn't realize was cringe until years later? So I used to have a MySpace. You had a MySpace. Yep. I used to like really want to be MySpace famous. I would do the cringiest things that I didn't realize were very cringy until later. So... Say if I had like 399 friends and then someone was my 400 friend, I would take a picture of me and a note card that I had like drew on markers. It'd be like, congrats, Katie, you're my 400th friend. And I would like take a picture of it and I would post it on their wall. Yikes. (laughs) And I would like turn my hat like to the side like this and try to act all cute and stuff. And I really thought I was being like clever and making like interesting social media content that was going to make me MySpace famous. That's and okay. I still have the pictures. It, it's the most embarrassing thing ever. What's a cringe moment for you? Um, 
I kind of think like every year I'm like, oh my God, I'm the dumbest. I was the dumbest person I ever, like a year ago, I was so stupid. And every year I look back at things that I've done or like conversations that are just things that I thought about life. And someone else will remind me, Mike, remember when you thought blah, blah, blah. And I'll be like, oh my God, I was such an idiot. Like, I'm sure after I get this car, you're going to be like, Mike, remember when you didn't think you needed a car? And I was like, yeah, I don't know how I went grocery shopping on a skateboard for two years. But <laughs> I am, guess... I, am I that type of friend who always brings up cringy things the person did? No, uh, no, 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 no. Okay. That's not what I'm saying. I used to have one of those friends when I was younger. No, who'd that's be not like, what I'm oh, saying at all. We'd be like in sixth grade. He goes, do you remember that one time you came over to my house and cried? <laughs> I'd be like, why are we bringing this up right now in front no, of all I'm of No, I'm not that. Oh. That's not what I'm saying. Okay. But, okay, moving on. Okay. Favorite musicians or artists, especially low-key ones? Ooh, low-key ones right now, I would say Mod Latour, Elio, and Adam Melcher. Ooh, okay. Well, I'll put those. We'll link them all down below, Spotify. I really, really dig them. I think they have a great sound. Oh, I feel like there was another person that I've been listening to that was really, really good. That's Oh, and I would probably give a shout-out to my good friend from back home, Mitchell Ferguson. He's, he's really great. He sounds like Chris Stapleton. And what's who's that other Christian Leave? Oh yeah, Christian Leave, of course. Is he huge now? Um, I think he like has a really good hold on his tunes. Elio or Elio? Is it Elio or Elio? Did I say Elio or Elio? I think you said Elio, but I think it's Elio. Do you believe in life outside of Earth? Of course. Easy. Of of, of course. When you see, well, those... look at your most recent Instagram post. <laughs> yeah, go. <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, when you see those TikToks of the scale of the earth and how big other planets are, yeah, it makes you like completely rethink it. And then also the scale of other life forms. Like, yeah, aliens may come, but they may be like the size, they may be like 50 times the size of what we are. Like ants can't comprehend what we are. Yeah. So and how can we don't we even, we're com- never going to communicate to an ant like, hey, we exist. Like we can't even do it if we wanted to. Yeah, dude. That's like so true. Okay, fine. I feel like we're like stone in a dorm. All right. right all now. right. All right. Moving on. Um, <laughs> why is it that when you answer a call, you always say hello? Because uh, I feel like that's just part of like our culture and our custom. Though uh, I love like in Japan, they say mushi mushi. What's that? Um, it's just, it's a more like kinder hello. Like hello is like konnichiwa is like more formal hello. It's like saying hello to, I think, somebody that you're um, aren't very acquainted with. Mm. Or it's, it's like also in, like in Mexico, I think they answered the phone saying like bueno. And what is it? Mushi mushi? Mushi mushi. You it's know just, what it used to be? Uh, what? Ahoy hoy. Ahoy hoy That's Japan? No, in America. When I think it was Alexander Graham Bell or whoever invented the telephone, he wanted ahoy hoy to be it. Like he was trying to make ahoy hoy a thing. We, we a bunch of like seamen. I, I don't know what it came from, but he thought that that was like the way to answer the phone was you go ahoy hoy. And so the joke in The Simpsons is that Mr. Burns is so old. Every time he answers the phone, he goes, ahoy, hoy. And it's because he's from the, the the age when telephones were first invented, and that's how they used to answer the phones. Oh, wow. Yeah. What is the best way to eat a potato? You bake it, wrap it in foil, cut it open, open it up like a little burlap sack. Burlap sack. <laughs> uh, right? As I was saying it, I was looking at you going, Mike, you're the person to answer this question. I'd like to hear you continue. Yeah, you like, uh, open it up like a little uh, pouch and then load it up with some sour cream, bacon bits. Cheese. Onions, vegetables, all of that good stuff. That's the way I'd recommend eating a potato. A loaded potato. A loaded potato, of course. What is the best way to make friends? Uh, Best way to make friends. Um, This was advice that the dad gives the son in that movie Loser with Jason Biggs. Because his his son is like really uh, socially 
inept inept and he's about to go off to college and the dad tells him being interested is interesting so if you're very interested in what people have to say or what they know about um people are going to like you more so i think if you meet somebody and they're really passionate about something or know a lot of something about a certain subject ask keep asking them questions yeah and I, there's nothing more than I like seeing people light up about something that they're passionate about. If and you are interested, then you are interesting. Yeah. So they, yeah. And it reciprocates back and forth and that's how you make a good friendship. So that's my advice on making friends. I think, uh, it's a, my answer is somewhat similar. Uh, the best way to make good friends is to be a good friend. Mm. That's, that's how, but don't works. let people, you know, don't take, advan- walk over take advantage you. of that. Yeah, though. that's for sure. Matt, Mike, are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. That was one of the questions. I would say I'm better, and thanks for asking. Well, <laughs> how did you join the vlog squad? How did I join the vlog squad? Um, we well, had to take that test. <laughs> yeah, we had to take the test. They're a blood sample mm-hmm. and urine sample. And you and go then, to that camp in upstate North Dakota. That's why there's like that huge scar on my back. Yeah. That, oh, it was carved in. <laughs> um, but uh, how did I join the vlog squad? It happened kind of organically, I think, through Vine. A lot of us were Viners. We knew each other all from the internet. We all moved out to LA around that same time. We would hang out with each other on the weekends. And it just happened from there. So, yeah, that's yeah. how I would say it. It's just an organic friendship. Mm-hmm. I think it didn't like the internet coin that phrase. Like, I don't think you guys. No, we didn't name the vlog squad. That's no, like other no, people no, no. did that, right? We weren't like a Team 10 or Sway House. Or... David wasn't like, okay, guys, here we here we go. I have some names. The cool kids. Yeah. <laughs> the vlog squad. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think it worked like that. Um, okay. What surprised you the most about being an adult? What surprises me the most about being an adult is seeing your parents as fellow adults. Interesting. You know, like when you're a kid, you always think your parents have all the answers and they know better that they're the ones you need to rely on to tell you what to do. Mm-hmm. I think it's interesting as you get older, you're like, oh, I mean that in the best way. And it's also very empowering to you to start taking control and direction of your own life. You know, it's like kind of finding out that there is no such thing as an adult. There is no transition from like, okay, one day you're a kid and now you're in adult. When you're a kid, you think these adults have it all figured out. They know something I don't. That's not the case. No, they're all, we're all just kids who just kept getting older. Mm-hmm. And now for some reason, like you're an adult. Like, do you remember the first time someone referred to you as like, why don't you tell the man what you want? Like when you're working somewhere and you're like, man, I'm a man. Like I remember when I was working at Cold Stone yeah. and I was like 16 and some like little girl and her mom came in to get ice cream and she was like, okay, tell the man what you want. And I was like, man, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm a kid. What do you, and I like still say like, oh yeah, Matt, do you know that kid? Even though he'll be like 35, I'll say, do you know that kid? And it's like these adults that we always think of as knowing more than someone else. You're just a kid forever. Mm-hmm. And you kind of just figure, you know, everyone, everyone's just kind of figuring it out as we go along. And I think another thing about becoming an adult is really appreciating the ride and not getting so hung up on the destination. You know, a yeah. lot of times people like see their adulthood as I have to have this by this age. I need to be this by this moment in my life. Um, a lot of things are not going to go the way you expected, but staying, it's not a race. staying present for it all and being really enthusiastic kind of changes your perception because life can go by very, very fast. And if you don't stop and enjoy the ride, you just might miss it. If you don't stop and look around once in a while. Oh, now we're quoting Ferris Bueller's Day I Off. I thought that's where you were going with yeah, this. I was trying to uh, make your own I little... was trying to steal like an artist and make it my own mic, which is a great movie. 
All right, well, that Guys, brings us to the I hope end. You, I hope you enjoyed that. That was just a casual conversation with Mike and I, nothing fancy. So yeah, we're not going to be uploading for a while, but this is a perfect opportunity to go back and catch up on all the episodes that you may have missed, whether they're the ones on YouTube or our audio ones that we put out before we started uploading on YouTube. That's correct. There's a whole bunch of episodes and conversations with people from our friend circle and people that we love. So we hope you guys give it a listen. Keep your support for Hoot and Half. Check me out on Unfiltered and uh, send in stuff to our P.O. box. We'd love to see what you guys have to share. We'll be back pretty soon. It's not going to be that long of a break. No, not that long, but, but I'm super excited to get a new set going on. So yeah. get excited, folks. Uh, let's leave some comments about who you'd like to see as a guest on this podcast. I think that'd be interesting to see who they want to see. Let us know who you want to see on Hoot and Half. Thank you guys so much for listening. We love you, and we will see you soon. Thank you.